Welcome back to another episode of Talent Talk. Whatever your listening preference, you can find our feature interviews on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course on unfospreys.com. Don't miss our chats with student athletes, coaches, alumni, and Ospreys and the pros. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back. It's edition number 49 of Talent Talk. Uh, it's pretty crazy that we've had 49 episodes, but we haven't had Jazz Bond on yet. Uh, we've had Tiffany Tolbert, Coach Gibbs, so thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. I know this isn't your favorite, uh, your cup of tea. It's very soft-spoken, doesn't like the limelight, but we had to do it to you when you get three-time player of the week. So that's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so are you having fun out there right now? Is it is it fun to play? Like, have you had this much fun playing basketball in college? Um, I would say, like, I've always had fun playing mm-hmm. basketball because, you know, I love the game. But, yeah, this, um, this season has been, like, pretty interesting and it's been a lot of fun, like as you've said, because I haven't actually seen myself play to the potential that I'm playing to like right now. So mm-hmm. pretty good. I mean, obviously it's been super hard on everybody, whether or not it's an athlete or staff or coaches. Um, does it feel like an extra amount of relief to get on the court and play this year? Like every time you get out there, like, does it feel unusually different in that sense where you're like, I'm, able to separate myself from the problems of the world and everything when you get on the court yeah it actually is like and like for me when I like go into like practice or games or even before games I'm just like you know I say to myself like thank you God for like allowing me to have this opportunity to be on the court again because um like coach Gibbs has said a lot that like there's a ton of teams out here that aren't able to play and you know we all wish we can be able to step on the court but you know with the circumstances we're in right now you know some some of that may not happen for um other people mm-hmm. so yeah i just just think about how every day like not to take practice or even like yeah games for granted because i don't know when it can be taken away from me because each week it may be different like a couple of weeks ago we of course had a you know, mm-hmm. positive test and it was just like that everything was gone so you never know, like day by day, you just have to have the mentality of like, don't take anything for granted. Yeah, go into that a little bit, what it's like as a player, because um, there's like an extra level of accountability you guys have this year, because, you know, obviously some of it's out of the control of, you know, you, you as individuals, if you, you know, have a positive case, but like, what is that level of accountability for you guys to make sure you're staying safe? Yeah, so we all know how important it is, like, to play for us. So we just, you know, have the basic, like, rules of, you know, stay in your own bubble. Um, don't go out and, like, not have your mask on. Just the simple protocols when it comes to, like, COVID and stuff like that. And we take it very seriously because we know how important the season is for us. Yeah, so you're able to get on the court the, the last three weekends and uh, really produce. So three-time player of the week. Um, growing up. You know, was it was it your vision that you would have something like that happen? Because that's a very rare thing for a college athlete to do. Honestly, like, I know I never would have thought like this, something like this would happen to me. And I, honestly, not until like this past one that I didn't know like someone had haven't like hasn't accomplished this in like eight seasons, which is like crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's like really surreal. So yeah, it's just. Wow, it makes me speechless. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
what has been what has been the reason for you what i mean what feels different right now it's just my mentality honestly like i know last year i was like i was up and down like it was like a little roller coaster when it came to consistency with me um playing on the court and this year like i told myself that like i need to be more consistent and have i need to have an aggressive mentality because i know last year like there would be games where i was like aggressive then there would be games where i wasn't and, like me and coach gibbs like sat down he was saying how like i need to be more aggressive um like in every game and not just like some and so i really wanted to pinpoint that for this season mm-hmm. and the other thing i mean obviously you're not doing it just offensively defensively which is i don't think people realize how difficult it is to be a consistent shot blocker because i mean you've had games where you've had seven eight blocks mm-hmm. but to do it an average two and a half blocks a game like how do you how have you been able to be consistent defensively too um for me like another thing that I like say to myself before I go into games like I don't think of like oh have like an offense mentality like I just my thought process is to go in the game and focus on defense and then offense will flow after that so yeah just for me to be aggressive on defense and of course like not foul but have that thought process, okay, you know, of when to when it's okay to block shots. So the last couple years, I mean, you had Janisha, um, you had Ty Purifoy a couple years ago, mm-hmm. um, Ariana as well. So kind of some more um, guard heavy lineups, guard, you know, people that were just going to be point guards. And then this year, Allie came in at the semester and Marissa was kind of shouldering that load. How has it been working with this new group of guards getting you the ball? Yeah, they've done, first off, they've done an amazing job because I know this year has been pretty difficult. And I know for Mac, um, she wasn't necessarily like a point guard. So she's mm-hmm. taken on that role and she's done a great job with that. And then Allie coming in, and that was a lot of help for us because we didn't, she's like a true point guard. So that helped us out a lot. And a lot of other players are taking on um, like the role like different, a lot of different roles because, you know, everything's been mixed up with, you know, injuries and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm, I'm very proud of my teammates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they've done a great job this year mm-hmm. taking on different roles and which has helped us a lot during this season. Yeah. I mean, you guys have put yourself in a great spot at six and two. If you go back two weekends ago, you had that chance for the weekend sweep against Kennesaw. Um, and that game was up and down the game too, but you had 25 if we go back to this weekend, this past weekend, it looked kind of the same narrative. It looked like you guys were going to get that win on the front end. And then game two, which is a hard game, was going to go to the Lions. But you guys had a huge comeback. What do you remember uh, looking back on it a week ago now about what was that? What was the reason for that huge comeback in game two? Yeah, so like during this whole, well, first of all, we knew how important this game was for us. Like we were tied with the UNA and we just wanted to like, of course, come up on, t- come on top. We didn't want the, t- we didn't want the game like to happen to us like it did for Kennesaw. Mm-hmm. So like during the whole game, we're like, you know, we have to remember how important this game is to us. Like, no matter like what happens, like dive on the floor for balls, like be more aggressive than them, like have the best com- communication ever we can on the court um, and just give it our all in whatever like minutes we had. I know it's like, I think, 
it was was it going into the fourth that yeah i think it was that when we like made the run into the yep. third mm-hmm. so we were like okay there's like so and so minutes left you know play play your absolute hardest for this last few minutes of this game what what's the what does the body feel like in quarter four of game two on these back-to-backs what are, what are you feeling like cardiovascularly legs yeah <laughs> honestly like adrenaline takes over mm-hmm. thankfully mm-hmm. so it and it, so it really doesn't like affect you as much maybe that first quarter i will say the first Sir. quarter gets to you a little bit but as soon as adrenaline takes over like you don't think about it at all so and mm-hmm. you just think about winning the game yeah, so you're right. That was the big run in the third quarter going into the fourth. I think you guys might have been within two points of them. Um, there were two really big shots that I saw, at least. I know I was um, following some other games at the time, too, but I was seeing some of your plays, and you hit the game-tying three, and then you hit the game-winning three. Um, that game-winning three, you had, you really had no time to get that off. I mean, you had to catch and shoot, literally. You didn't even get your feet set, really. Um, yeah. I mean, is that just instincts, getting the ball up and getting it in on that shot, the the game winner? Yeah, because, like, in my head, like, before we even stepped on the floor and, you know, the ref mm-hmm. passed them the ball to start the time or whatever, like, I just, I envisioned myself shooting that shot because, of course, Coach Gibbs, like, drew it up on the board. So the whole time I envisioned myself shooting that shot. Mm-hmm. And that's what ended up happening. So, you know, speaking, in, well, not speaking into existence, but, you know, visualize. Yeah. I mean, going as a player, going to that, I mean, how many times does it actually come out as it's drawn up? You know, because <laughs> that's, that's funny because like um, last year in the fourth quarter of the UNA game, that I shot in the same exact spot. Yeah. We he drew up that plate and I missed it that time. Mm-hmm. And we ended up losing that game. So, you know, it it never know you never know what might happen. But like Coach Gibbs has said before, even though like it may go wrong, you know it's like the right decision that was made in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's comforting to know at least, you know, this is yeah. the best way to go about it. If it doesn't work, that's you know, that's that's out of our control at that point. So um, you hit the game winner there and you celebrate uh, with your team. Um, did you know you had 35 at the time? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. It kind of felt weird because I was like, it didn't even feel like I had like 35 mm-hmm. points, honestly, because I was breaking a lot of layups. <laughs> you got the ball a lot that game, but you took yeah. advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So you had 35, and that it's been about almost two decades since a player at UNF um, has scored that. So, which is wild. And Sky Barber is a huge name, Hall of Famer here. So you're in that category, and you know, putting yourself as one of the best players in UNF history. Um, you know, you obviously want to celebrate and um, be with your team. How does that go down post game if you have a sister playing on the other side, and then you know, you talk to your do you talk to your family separate? A Jada and then they have their own conversation with Jada as well about the game like how's that work yeah well the, for after the first game because my parents well my parents and like some of my family were at, um, was at the game so after the first game we were all outside you know talking having a great time but the second <laughs> game um, like when I went outside to see my parents my sister wasn't there and I'm like okay like where is she at 
but my um my parents are saying that she was in like in their car and that she was upset so we needed to go make up <laughs> so yeah I just talked to her and then everything was fine we were good after that so nothing too crazy big yeah big sister has to come uh to the rescue a little bit and be the big sister in that moment (laughs) yeah i mean she'll have her time for sure and emerging is one of the better players in the conference too uh very cool to have i'm sure for your parents to have two of their daughters doing big things in division one at the same time definitely special um post game how has it been for you growing up like you know have you guys played on the same teams at certain points or i don't know how it's worked with the age difference like you know maybe not but have you played on the same teams before yes um we've like with travel basketball we played on the well not necessarily on the same team but like there's been some times where like she's played up some divisions in -hmm. case we needed some people and then high school we actually played together when it was her no she was a freshman yeah I was a senior yeah Mm -hmm. I believe yeah we actually like played together in high school and that was that was pretty fun but I I didn't get like as much action of course Mm -hmm. with her um because she was a freshman at the time Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. obviously it was skilled to play up every high school is different in terms of like oh yeah freshmen's are on varsity some high schools it's strictly junior senior just kind of depends on the size of the high school Mm -hmm. um Every, every family is a little bit different, but, you know, some it's post game, the son or daughter is talking to the dad only about the game, son or daughter is talking about talking to the mom about the game. How do you break it down as a family? Like, do you go over things, you know, as a family, do you go over plays? Like, how does it's that work? It's usually just, it's my father that yeah. just sits and like <laughs> talks our heads off. Like, it honestly, like, doesn't even like, for this past game, he was just like, okay, you did this, like, and then you did this like wrong or something like, well, not even like wrong, right and wrong. But yeah, it doesn't, he doesn't care. He's just going to say it how it is and mm-hmm. just let it roll from there. Mm-hmm. So did you guys grow up watching a lot of college basketball or pro basketball? Or do you have, do you guys have a team? I know being in Tennessee, the Grizzlies didn't come there until probably close to when you were born. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not actually, I've, I've never mm-hmm. gone to, NBA game. game honestly the only like college game I used to go to like the UT Knoxville games mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. um and then of course MTSU we went to a lot of their um, college games mm-hmm. so yeah so Candace Parker was she she probably was um I don't know I'm maybe dating you a little bit or your age here a little bit but were you able to watch her at all at Tennessee I'm trying to remember when she was there uh you might have just missed her yeah on the television Mm -hmm. but like I never went in person which is sad to me yeah (laughs) I wish I would have seen her play obviously a big time player in college um she's actually from my hometown so but didn't go to my high school so it was always a kind of a bittersweet there thing for for uh for our high school but um you guys obviously have a special group and you guys have always been knocking at the door um in the conference, FGCU and Liberty are great teams, and this weekend you get to play Liberty, uh, six and two against eight and zero. Uh, what are you guys working on this week to get prepped for that? Yeah, so we're just, of course, working on our defense, making sure we have everything put together, and making sure that we are good when it comes to communicating with each other. Because, like Liberty, they're a really good team. They do a lot of things offensively, so we just have to make sure that our defense is strong for this weekend. 
Mm-hmm. Um, any any special things that uh, you're working on in practice right now? Any particular parts of your game that you still want to beef up? Um, not right now, you know. Just mm-hmm. taking things day by mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to get better as a team, honestly. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the pregame ritual right now? If you have one, are you keeping it the same now that you've uh, had three straight player of the weeks? Um, I've been keeping my pregame with ritual the same since like my freshman year. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, fair. Like that's like that's like something that's so important to me. Like I have to keep it the same. I have to you know do my little meditation, listen to the same playlists, do all of that. <laughs> so you've been listening to the same playlist since freshman year? No, not the same playlist. Okay, like, I was gonna say that's like yeah. dedication because that would be hard to do. (laughs) Yeah, make sure I play the music. Like, I have a certain time when I play, like, my playlist and, like, how long I play it for. Gotcha. All right. Well, Jazz, hopefully uh, we'll be seeing another couple good games this week, and I'm sure it will be the case. Liberty uh, and you guys always play tight. So uh, thanks for jumping on uh, once again for another interview. I promise it will probably be a while since I ask you, since it's been a couple times this year. So, <laughs> Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to Talent Talk. Find the complete archive along with feature articles on unfospreys.com by going to Fans and Talent Talk podcast series under the Multimedia tab.